You can't please everyone, but you can damn sure try. In this episode of the podcast, I want to go deeper into why I decided to handle customer support and feedback relating to my second book directly. So to kick it off, I received an email recently and I'm not going to share the name of the person because I didn't get their permission, uh, but essentially they purchased a copy of the book from Amazon and it arrived. And when it arrived, they opened it up and the images inside were not in color. The contents of the book is black and white, the interior. The text is all black and white and the photos are black and white, the screenshots. Now the cover, front, back, spine is all color, of course. So this feedback was extremely helpful to me because number one, I reached out to find out, were they misled? Was there something in the description that indicated that the pictures inside the book may be color? Uh, Number two, it gave me the opportunity to try and make things right here because their feedback was very kind, very well written. It wasn't aggressive. They were just simply disappointed because they were under the impression the book was going to have color images inside. So this gave me the opportunity to, as I just mentioned, make things right or do my best to do so. And in my response, I was able to explain to them the cost of the book and the fact that in the US currently, the book is $25 retail price, go into a bookstore, buy it off the shelf, obviously plus tax in the US. Uh, So on Amazon, $25 US. And the price is meant to be similar to that based on different currencies around the world. Now, had I chosen to go to the next option up, which is full color printing for that amount of pages, the cost would have been so much that the book would need to be sold for at least $35 US for me to actually make money from that. So to give you an idea, these numbers are rough. Um, because I don't want anyone to definitely quote this because there's a bunch of factors that come into play. But based on the number of pages in the book and for it to be full color, if it were to sell for $30 US, I believe my royalty was about 35 cents per book. Uh, $35, I believe the royalty went up to $3.50 per book. Now, I didn't write the book to make money. I, my goal with the book is to get it out and help people and provide enough value because, you know, they're putting their trust in me. They're spending their money. I want to provide value, but I also want to keep the book affordable. So I was able to share all of that in an email. Now, if I had outsourced uh, customer support or my email to someone else, they may have just said, look, sorry, the book is black and white. That's it. Uh, if you want a refund, click the button and mail it back. So for me, it's extremely important to have these conversations to learn and to see if there's anything that could be made clearer, anything that could be improved. Not only that, but knowing that there is potentially demand for a version of the book that has full color printing. I've also had people asking if there's going to be a hardcover. Uh, Once again, the costs would go up significantly for a hardcover version. But I have had people mention that they like the idea of that as a almost collector's edition where the hardcover version is in color and it has the hard 
spine and cover and backing and obviously it's more expensive but they see that as a collector's edition that they would like to obtain so you know that's that's the reason why well one of the reasons why this is so important the other reason is i get a lot of direct feedback where when the book first came out yes an editor went through there and yes multiple people have looked over it but things can happen there can be a few words that maybe smelt smelt spelt incorrectly or there may be some grammar errors that were missed so the reason why this is important is that things can always be updated things can always be corrected there's always an opportunity to fix it i would have rather put the book out 99% done then not at all and and i hope that people that purchase the book can understand that fortunately when i do get that feedback what i've been able to do is for the digital version of course i've been able to go in and update that and it can push an update to people's devices in the same way that an app would update obviously there's no significant or major changes to the book but something as simple as a minor spelling or grammatical error that can be fixed i'm going to go in there and fix it not only that but the way that it works with the book is it is print and ship on demand which means that right now no one is buying 10 20 hundreds of copies of the book and putting them on shelves which is saving trees but it also means that the master file can be updated so once again you know, it doesn't mean that every other week I'm going to be going in and making a tweak and if people purchase the book, they're going to notice anything different. It's just very minor things that can be updated, which is fantastic. Um, obviously, people with the digital edition are going to have that benefit. So if you have the book on your Kindle device, whether you're reading it in Kindle Unlimited or you purchased it, you should be able to see that option in the app as long as you turn on updates in your settings within the Kindle app or on your Kindle device. So I just wanted to share that. It's been a really fun experience. I mean, yes, it has been stressful at times, but it's been, it has definitely been worth it. And I'm going to continue to share learnings from this process because it's been a lot more hands-on this time with the second book. And for anyone that's looking to release a book that has questions, please feel free to reach out. You can find me on social media at Ask Mike Warner. And for anyone that's interested in checking out the book, there will be a link in the show notes as well. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode of the podcast.